0: Welcome back action fanatics. It's your host, Todd Kirk, Mr. Mack here. And it's been a while since soccer, uh, actually going to have a couple podcasts this week, but, uh, my favorite guest, the one and only Dave Essler, is joining me today. We are, uh, we're recording on a Tuesday in, uh, preparation for the open, the British open. Um, I'm really looking forward to this because they canceled it last year. And so you basically have a champion and Shane Lowry who got two years with the Claret jug. Um, and I kind of dig this course. What I'm hearing early is, uh, it's it's soft and it's playing soft. So that brings in a lot of Americans that aren't used to links golf, which, uh, which I kind of like I'm, uh, I'm pro American. I told Dave that coming in, I think an American's going to win this, but that doesn't mean I have to bet all Americans. So let me welcome him in once again, Dave Esler. Welcome back to the action fanatics podcast.
1: Hey, I'm I'm happy to be here again. And I guess, I guess with all that said, we didn't bankrupt anybody when we did the last
0: (laughs) major. So, you know,
1: we, we have some credibility going in,
0: I guess. Not, not, no, no way at all. And it, you know, the funny thing was and you and I were texting back and forth during, during the tournament, that John Rom in the fourth round thing, uh, played out exactly the way he had done it. And, uh, it was good to get some money on him, uh, late Saturday, uh, at least a decent price. Shoot. I can't even remember. Isn't that the case, man? You just win and you move on, but yeah, yeah.
1: But but, <laughs> but, but if you lose, you know, it was, you know, <laughs> you know, exactly, you know exactly what it was.
0: Yeah. It's like, la- it's like last night. I had Salvi at plus 1300. The guy got robbed, man. And y'all remember he had 28 home runs for a long time. Unbelievable. 28 and he doesn't even get past it. They got to change that format. But anyway, I digress. Um, so yeah, we'll kind of do what we normally do. What Dave and I do is we kind of just talk. We just opine. There's no uh, there's no set discussion here. I I usually start um, start by leading off a little bit and just throwing some names out because Dave, I have no doubt, does a heck of a lot more research into this than I do. Dave is is really good at betting golf on a on a really consistent basis. But <clears throat> one of the things. Um, and I will mention we're going to have actually, um, um, later on today, I want to make sure he's still coming and Trevor's going to join us, uh, from Wild Rose Casino up in Jefferson, uh, Trevor Dwarak, the GM up there. Um, so thank you to them. They're all, have always been a great sponsor. Obviously they're partnered with DraftKings and BetRivers. Um, DraftKings had a promotion, Dave. On John Rom, uh, I think it was right after the open. They froze him for a while at plus twelve hundred to win. Uh, so I got a little taste of that when that was there. I felt it was worth it. And now, shoot, he's uh, eight I think plus one, eight, eight,
1: eight to one. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shoot, DraftKings has him seven to one now. Wow. Uh, to win it, minus one twenty top ten. Um, I'll just go on the record here. I think. I think that guy is in such good place. He talked about his mindset. He he really said something that I think struck a chord with me. And it was that everything in his life is really good. So he could just go out and golf and, and you don't get a six shot lead at the Memorial have to withdraw, come back the next week and win, you know, he is in a good place. He's, he's not only just saying it, Dave, he's, he's proved it. So um, I think it's hard not to have a little something on him just the way he's playing. What do you think of Rob? Yeah, I t- totally
1: agree with you. I, I just, you know, it's, a, it's another case of me is I, I may wait until after the first round. Um, I, I haven't looked at his particular tea time, but you know, if it's an afternoon uh, tea time, he might not do as well as some of the guys in the morning do when the wind kicks up and maybe I can get better than eight to one. I wasn't as smart as you to take 12 to one. But, um, but the interesting thing there is funny is he's eight to one, and and Kepka is obviously this Kepka and Xander are the second favorites at eighteen to one. Yeah, that's a pretty big jump.
0: I, I can't believe that Kepka. Well, DraftKings has him sixteen to one. Yeah, you're talking about you're getting two times the money, and his interview uh, earlier today was spot on too. He's like, man, I I play well. I expect to play well here, and you can get plus money. Plus one sixty in a top ten. Love that bet. And and listen, folks that have listened to us before, we don't spend a ton of time at these top names, but I think this is the kind of tournament where it really plays out. You can get him at plus one sixty for a top ten, uh plus three fifty for a top five. I'm with you on Keptop.
1: Yeah, I, I um I didn't I didn't take any of Rom. I didn't I didn't take any of Justin Thomas yet. I probably should. I mean, he's arguably um, I believe he's a third ranked offer in the world and that 20 or 20 and a half to one, uh, it's, it should be almost an auto bet. But then you look at the rest of the board and it's like, well, somebody is not going to do well, you know, and I just don't want to be that guy that tried to outthink the room here uh, to, you know, to your point, I, you know, as, as we've talked before, I don't put a lot of, I don't make a lot of two win bets. Uh, Cause only yep. one guy because only one guy can win. Yep. And, you know, unless you're pulling out the hundred to one guy, I think the value is more in those, as you said,
0: like Kepka top 10 type things. Yep. Yep. No, I hear you. You talked a little bit too, Dave, uh, about speeds. What do you, what do you, what are you landing on there that, that has you liking him so much? Well,
1: I think that, you know, golf rankings aside, he's, he's arguably the best player in the world right now, just based on recent form. And, you know, I mean, the guy went from whatever he was in some of those tournaments two months ago before he started to get hot again to being one of the top guys in the world. and And I just look at that as as sheer value. I mean, he his last major came uh, at the last open held in England, actually. Um, and I think he's a guy that you know, as you said, it's soft and the greens are a little bit slower or they were anyway. And that's a guy that just loves banging in long putts. Uh, and that is the place to do that. So I think you're getting sort of an elite level player at uh, twice the odds of or three in this case of what the actual favorite is. So for all those reasons, I think, I think speaks to someone. I probably will throw a little bit on to win.
0: And, I, you know, I admit fair or not. I'm putting him up in my mind for some reason in this tournament. I'm putting him up against Justin Thomas. And. Like you said, I, I don't – not the guy that wants to predict the one who's not going to do well, I I just I, – I don't see Justin Thomas playing well in this tournament. I can see Spieth, uh playing better of those two. And I'm wondering, for me, probably the better bet might be try to find and see if there's a head-to-head with those two because, like you said, Justin's proven it or uh, Jordan's proven it there. So – uh, you know, I, I like him as well. Um, granted, gosh, what did he shoot when he won? I'm pulling this up here in 17. Yeah, he's 12 under. That's a darn good score. Um, we've had back-to-back European champions. It, the, usually the run is non-Americans. It doesn't go very long. Uh, maybe three. It wasn't until like the 90s. That's why I'm looking at Americans. So, you know, Jordan there at the top to complete kind of the comeback season. I could see that too. Um, kind of like him there. Do you see anything, you know, I'm going to go right from the top to the, to the crazy too. Cause there's a couple more on the top I want to hit on, but do you see like a, a Molinari, uh, a Zach Johnson, you know, out of nowhere kind of guy uh in this tournament, somebody you have your eye on in that uh in that vein. Todd Hamilton.
1: <laughs> Todd Hamilton. Now John Vanderveld. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I I have looked at Molinari and haven't done anything with him yet. Um, I actually had Zach Johnson to make the cut last week, being a course that it was mainly for OGs and and he's an OG. So uh, I think this course requires a lot of patience and a lot of creativity. Because you're gonna have some difficult shots. Um, not necessarily long shots, just difficult shots. And, and he's somebody that certainly knows how to do that. I don't know if he can actually win, uh, but I could see him, you know, being a, a top twenty, top thirty, making the cut type guy. I mean, the dude just knows how to play these kind of courses. Yep. So yep. I and mean, the same for Molinari. So um, I have I have considered both of them. I have not done anything with either of
0: them yet. Got it. All right. So let's, let's crack out a couple of the, the bigger names too, um, just before kind of move on to maybe the, those top 20, top 30. So a couple of guys I put in the same kind of stratosphere with this tournament is Dustin and, and Rory. Where, where do you, what are you coming up with, with those two guys? I think nobody talks about Dustin Johnson and, um, that kind of scares me. He's uh, DraftKings has him at eighteen to one, um, plus one sixty for a top ten. Rory's at eighteen to one as well. So same numbers. Where do you where do you kind of put those guys? Well, that's a
1: good question. And and you know, Rory is certainly capable of winning. But I think probably for the many of the same reasons that you didn't take Justin Thomas, you just kind of. I don't think, I feel, uh, yep. which which is kind of a scary way to do things, but it's what we do. Um, I, I did the same thing with Rory, and I don't know why. One of the reasons I, I looked at, you know, it's going to be windy here. I mean, it always is. And Wendy's apex high, uh, Rory's apex height off the tee is the highest in the PGA. Yep. I mean, that can't be a good thing, especially when you factor in these fairways to where – you could hit one right down the middle, but if you hit one of those mounds just in the wrong place, you're gonna be in the brush. I mean, it's just gonna roll off. So I don't know. For that reason, now to your point about DJ, I, I haven't taken him a lot. I, I think it's another one of those things to where I just don't think. I just don't feel. But interesting stat that I read yesterday. Seven of the nine previous winners were over 32. Mm. Seven seven of the eight previous winners were top 20 or better in at least one of the first three majors. 14 of the last 15 previous winners were a T9 or better at this event in a previous year. There are not a lot of people that fall into that category. Dustin Johnson is one of them. So I'm not a huge trends guy, but that one kind of struck me. So I do have a little bit on Dustin Johnson. And just uh, another bet I made based strictly on that is Ricky Fowler. At, mm. uh, eight, at, at 85 to one. Uh, he's one of only a couple of guys in the field that have met all those criteria. And those bets for me were more, God, I know all this stuff going in. If I don't and they really win, I'm going to get really pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I probably better do something with him. So yeah, to, to, your point, I, I took DJ. I did not take Rory. I may regret that, but you know, again, that's not based on anything other than, you know, I, I, I just I've seen him blow up at the wrong time too many
0: times. And he's he didn't even make the cut there at the Scottish Open. Um, oh, no, he's not informed this year. It's just, I mean, I don't. You could say it's gut, but it's also what we're seeing too. He's just not informed this year. Um, and it's kind of like Tommy Fleetwood. You and I have talked about him a lot, and and I know. <laughs> pardon me. He played well in this last year, but. He's not a form. Now, does that mean they won't play well? No, um, but guys who are you know thirties. Lee Westwood was T four here last year, you, like you said, Ricky. Um, I'm not sure how old Hatton is, but he's he's one of my foreigners that I like. I think he's 28 because I looked.
1: I okay. mean, I could double check, but I don't think he fit all three of those criteria. But yeah,
0: you know, we're, pardon me. We're, you got Brooks. What's Finau? F- now finished third. Wow. And Reed was 10th. But yeah, I mean, Lowry ran away with it. I I think, you know, for looking at that, I, gosh, that makes me like Kepka even more kind of coming into this, but Ricky Fowler, what's, what'd you say he was at to win? Last night he was 85
1: to one. I have not looked this morning. Jeez. I I mean, that just, does that, I mean, I know he hasn't been, playing super well, but, you know, does he have the talent to do it? I mean, absolutely. And he's got the ball flight. I think he's, he's – yeah, no, he's still – he's 85 to one.
0: Yeah. So, you're yeah. going to get uh, – let's see if I can find him here on DraftKings. Plus 600 for a top 10. That's that's not a bad take here. Lee Westwood, surprisingly up there. Um, yeah, I like Hatton. I, I, I For some reason, I like Hatton on that on that end of it Um, All right, real quick I want to give one other name because everybody's talking about him Um, and by the way Patrick Reed is a little bit further up there than I thought but he's still plus 400 for a top 10 Uh, and Hatton is right there with him at plus 300 Um, I know you like Matt Fitzpatrick you know he played well uh, in the Scottish Open didn't finish like he wanted to have you been digging into him at all for this tourney? Yeah, you know, it's
1: funny. Um, I, I have him on my list right now of sort of with Tommy Fleetwood as I really need to dig a little deeper. And one of the reasons I haven't just jumped on Fitzpatrick because of, for all the reasons you could mention, well, okay, he's British, he's this, he's that, yada, 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 he's got talent, is because everybody else already is. Yeah. So for that reason, I don't know that I want to follow the herd, but also for that reason, because everybody else already is, his odds have come down to a point where, you know, maybe I wanna maybe I wanna just wait because I wasn't smart enough to take him at, at at some number better than 30 to one. But yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we could name 50 guys that we probably won't talk about that could win this tournament. Yep. And you know, and here we are talking about. Um, you know, guys that, uh, you know, aren't necessarily chalk. I mean, Ricky's 85 to one, but, you know, the last two times this tournament was played here at Royal St. George, the winners were Darren Clark at 2011, who was 150 to one. Yeah. And uh, pre-tournament anyway. And, and in 2003, Ben Curtis, who was anywhere from 300 to 500 to one. So, you know, you, I don't think you can throw those guys out. I mean, two thirds of this field
0: can win. That is amazing. That's right. So, you're talking about Ben Curtis, who didn't do anything after that. Obviously, Darren had a pretty storied career. This is a that was a big mate. Was that his first major too? First and only?
1: I, I believe so. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: First and only. Um, so there's something to say about that. I kind of, I, I kind of dig that. It makes me start to think about maybe somebody who's, you know, who's in that vein. That could come up and and uh, and claim this one, you know.
1: uh I, I, I look at a guy like Russell Henley. Yeah, a hundred to one. I mean that that to me um, that should be a bet. You know, we're talking about the OGs and the people that know how to play on a course like this. Adam Scott, hundred and ten to one, and and he's been in great form lately. Yeah, he has played well. So. You know, I, I I think we can sit here and talk about you know we I think I think we have to throw that out there for people because you know we'll sit there and talk about guys that most people have heard of uh, and and you know you'll you'll get a, a Darren Clark or a Ben Curtis and and we didn't even we didn't even sort of throw that out there and I think I think a lot of those guys are actually um, probably live at least for you know, for, for top tens and whatnot, you know, I mean, I like Louie to win as well. Yeah. You know, he's been I, hot this year. That's yeah, great... and, I, and I know that's one of those, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's 25 to one on DraftKings. Yeah. I, I think he was 28 to one last night. So there again, people are sort of coming around to that, but you know, I love a guy like Louie. He's number one in shots game putting. I mean, I think he's played 142 consecutive holes without a three putt. So he's not going to play himself out of the tournament. Right. With, with the John with John Vandervelde 18th hole.
2: <laughs> yeah. um,
1: so, you know, I, I don't know how you don't, at some point, um, put him in there. I mean, it, it's kind of like Fino. Okay, well, he never wins, he never wins, he never wins. Well, one day he's going to, it like, yeah, like Louis like Louis has been, what, 10 or 11 years since he, he last won and it was a major. Um, I believe it might have even been this one, I'm not sure. But, you know, do, do I want to be that guy that just kept saying, well Louie's only gonna to finish top ten and not bet him top ten and not have anything on him to win. So yep. yeah, I I think I like Louie. Um, I like Harris
0: English a little bit. I have always liked him. He's you know, such a I mean, consistent, yeah.
1: You know, I mean I mean, there's a guy that he hasn't played since that eight-hole playoff at the Travelers, I don't believe. Um, and you know, if 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 nothing other than a character builder for that eighteen yep. for that eight hole. I mean, he, he might not crack it. You know, he was he was third at the US Open. So I mean it's not like it's not like he's in uncharted waters. My my thought there was, you know, maybe he's a little unfamiliar with Lynx courses, but you know, here you have the twelfth ranked golfer in the world at uh, roughly sixty to one. Yeah, which is nuts. You know. I, and, and, you remember, you know, I, and and I think that's going to continue to happen because um you know Harris English is a great player he's he 12th, he's 12th in the world um he showed his medal at the travelers but you know everybody is you know John Rom Justin <laughs> Thomas you know Kepka so <laughs> so that's where all the money goes so the odds on those guys get less attractive Meaning the odds on some, the twelfth best golfer in the world at sixty to one get exponentially more attractive.
0: Yes, and I'd be remiss. All right, so I'm gonna bring you got me thinking, which you always do, Dave. I'm all I'm gonna bring him up, booze and hoot. You know that's my guy. Yeah, man, I that's you, my guy. I, I knew you would. He's a top tenor for me, easy, and I'll probably do a twenty and a thirty. But he's plus six hundred top ten. He has played well in every major. I love this kid and I love this story, but here, so you were talking. All right. Um, and the two people, the two people that make sense, that kind of out of nowhere, first major that fit this course, like a Ben Curtis. Um, all right. I'm just going to go with these two, Paul Casey and Tony Finau. So Finau finished third here last time. He's 45 to one. Casey is 35 to 1 on DraftKings. Kind of fit in that mold. The guys are kind of there. They haven't won one yet. Um yeah, I I mean, you could still get him top ten, plus 300 plus three hundred, plus four hundred. I'm gonna yeah. play those guys kind of across the board. Uh, I agree with you there. I, right now personally, I have
1: Casey in with that that list of 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 Fleetwood and Fitzpatrick yep. that I I need to I need to revisit um Fino, yeah, I'm, I'm on him. you know, the guy's 17th in the world golf rankings. He's had seven top tens. you know, the knock on his game is obviously putting, uh, but you know, slower greens, bigger greens. you know, the guy was tenth at the masters. He was yep. eight, eighth at the PGA. He missed the cut he missed the cut of the open, and he hasn't played uh, since another missed cut at the, at the travelers, but I went back and looked. His last three opens uh, in reverse order. He was third, T9, and T27. Love it. So the trajectory is going in the right direction. Right. So I looked at that and I said, you know, 45 to 1, you know, how do you not? And I think there's a guy that I will will put in the top 10 or so somewhere. For for a lot of the reasons I'll put your boy Christian in there, you know, (laughs) I, I used him. Um, top 30 plus 180, I mean, I don't want to be greedy, but, you know, can can you spot the pattern, you know, at the PGA, I think he was T5 entering the final round and, and I think he shot a seventy-seven. Yeah, eight. he had a
0: rough one. He yeah, had a rough and,
1: and, and at the US Open, I think he was T nine and I think he shot a seventy-six. So yep. you know, I am not I don't want to buck that pattern and put him tenth, um, but I'll put him 30th. So yeah, yeah. I, and 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 I looked at him knowing that you would probably bring him up, <laughs> you know. I mean I'll tell you I'll tell you another another bet I like with Christian. Um eighty to one first round leader.
0: Um Ooh.
1: yeah, I mean this is a tournament that I will absolutely use all early tea times as first round leaders on Thursday. Yeah,
0: you and like those bets. Well, you
1: know, yeah, yeah, and, and 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 at this course, I mean, you know what the afternoons look like, right? I mean, it can be blowing thirty. Yep. So I won't take anybody that doesn't tee off after after say you know seven or eight. And you know I, I got him in there, and I, I threw Sam Burns in there at eighty to one because uh, both of those guys do have early tee times. So, you know, another guy I threw in there was Scotty Scheffler uh, at 50 to one. I actually, I actually really like him this week. Um, You know, it's a guy that's, that hasn't won yet, but people might forget he's only 25 and, you know, last three majors, T4, T19, T8, um, obviously downsides, no Britishes yet, but he did play well last week in the Scottish. He was T12. So, you know, people appoint to someone who's never won in the PGA tour, but, as I said, that's, you know, let me just give you Ben Curtis. Um, and another thing about about Scheffler, um, I don't know, for those that haven't watched this tournament, you know, you can get, like, 20, 30 yards off the green and have, like, really tough pitch shots mm. on, on this course because of the mounds and the undulations. And there's a stat proximity to the pin from from 20 to 30 yards out, uh, and he's near the top in that stat. So, uh, and the other thing, I, I watched him yesterday warming up, and, he was showing people how to hit a stinger, you know, which you oh, might need, I love that, which you, which you might need in these, in these conditions. Um, and in this course length is, is not really going to matter. I mean, arguably Bryson's Bryson, but you know, the, these, 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 these fairways will roll out. So, you know, guys like Brian Harmon might, might be just fine. Um, but I watched Shuffler hit three of them and man, they didn't get 10 feet off the ground and they were like lasers, just out there, so I said, "That's it. I'm going to use Shuffler somewhere." So I've used him in a few places as well, Todd. I like Scott, yeah,
0: and he and, and he played well at the Scottish too, which exactly. is exactly which you know, that, it means that, was, so that was
1: that was my my caveat that he hadn't played sort of the yep. British thing, but he played last week at the Scottish. and He played well, yeah. So you know, I mean, he he, he can't be lacking confidence
0: going in. What I'm bringing him up again, but. He's just been I mean, two wins this year. He's won this before. Stuart Sink, man. I gotta find I gotta find him a top twenty, top thirty. He hasn't played well lately. Um I'm gonna see where he's gonna come in for top thirty. Uh, and Cameron Smith, he he's he's played well lately. Uh where is Sinky Boy? Plus three hundred for top thirty for Stuart Sink. I like that play. I like that play. He you, just... mean, you know, I can see that for any of the OGs, you know.
1: Yeah. We talked about talk yeah. Zach Johnson or, or some of these other guys that they just know how to play golf. Yep. You know, the thing, the, the, the knock for me on sync is this isn't necessarily his type of course. You know, he he is, uh, you know, he does well at a place like Town where he won Um, where the the, the fairways are super narrow and the greens are super small. Um, And this is like the opposite of that. (laughs) So, so for that reason, I, uh, I, I have a little bit of trepidations, but Hey, it's Stuart sink. The guy's been around forever. He knows how to play every course there is. Um, He's certainly not going to get rattled. I mean, he's Uh out there having, he's out there having a blast with his son caddying for him. Yeah, that's right. I mean, how bad can that suck? You know, I mean, he can he can just go have fun. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, top thirty in there, I can I can totally get behind that.
0: And uh, he has the unfortunate uh, tag of probably the worst major winner ever, because yeah, Tom Watson finishing second. You know, you, I don't think anybody pulled for Stewart Sink unless their last name was Sink. Absolutely. That was that was an all timer. Um, all right, so we've covered. We've kind of given those names. I, I, as everybody knows, I'll I'll post my updates on uh, on the Cyclone Fanatic forum. I'll, it'll be on Twitter as well. Uh, Dave, anybody we didn't cover that may be a good kind of because uh, you do you do well in these first round leaders. I'm not I'm not as savvy as you, so so I do avoid those. I tried to find a matchup that I liked with speed versus Thomas. I'm not seeing that, unfortunately, but anything like, you know, making this, making the cut, any of the turning props, um, anything yeah, like I mean, that. I, I
1: mean, another guy that's, that's playing well, uh, Sam Burns, Yeah, uh, you know, I, I like him. Um, you know, he was actually, I believe T 18 at the Scottish open 68, 67, 66. So, you know, presumably he can play these courses, you know, for him to make the cut at only minus 225. I mean, you know, I know that's steep, but that's what make the cuts are. Um, yeah. and I, and I think, I think T30 at plus 200, another guy we, we usually get to that we didn't, uh, Morikawa. Um, well, you know, he's won a major. I know he's, this he's, 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 he's fourth in, in the PGA in shots from those 20 to 30 yards. So, you know, I don't think he tees off early. Um, I I did like him as forty-five to one first round leader, but I, I got to put him somewhere. Um, I think you briefly mentioned Patrick Reed. Yep. Um, you know, he he plays his best in the biggest events, and mm-hmm. I think I think this type of course suits his game, and it, it puts less of a premium on on driving, which is I think that. The weakness in his game, and you know, forty to one. I mean, that seems like a like a steal. Uh, and, and you know, top thirty for plus one twenty five is like, how do you not? Um, Lee Westwood fifty six to one. I mean, did Mickelson just not show you that OGs can win? Um, you know, uh, Westwood to make the cut at minus one seventy five. I think is a bargain. Um, you know, Xander, I mean, how many top tens does he had in majors? Like a lot. I mean, yeah. like he's uh, automatic, okay, isn't he? Okay. So play him top 10 plus 175. I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of not, not really, a, not really requires an awful lot of thought. You know, uh, I guess I could, I could probably stop there. I mean, I like kids. Now. I like Jason day, you know, he's, yeah. been, he's been playing well, his last two starts, he was 14th and 10th. And, you know, there's another one that his style should suit this, his uh, should suit this course and, you know, sticking him at top 30 at plus 140. You know, I mean, uh, that's something that I would do. And, you know, those are guys that I've kind of kind of gone through. And uh, Patrick Cantley, I mean, I, I, you know, we haven't talked about him. The guy's in beast mode. Um, he's, he's
0: leading. He is the FedEx. Exa- exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, wh- where am I going to put him? I don't know yet, but that's another guy that I believe he's in the top 10 in those you know, 20 to 30 yard little approach shots in terms of proximity to the pin. So, you know, I I think we have to eventually find a place to put him somewhere. Um, And why is, why is the guy that's the FedEx cup leader 30 to one to win um, when he's actually been playing well lately?
0: So true. Uh, you know, So there,
1: true. there again, I think, you know, he's not, he's not necessarily, I mean, he's a household name to you and I, but he's not a household name to the casual fans, you know, and the casual fans are betting, you know, Rory and Bryson and, and Brooks and Rom, which again means these guys, um, you know, that are, that are sort of the next tier guys, you're getting great prices on. I mean, yep. you know, Victor Holland and, and, and Neiman, I think are, are both guys that obviously have the talent and, you know, I think I will probably use one of them. Uh, Neiman, I think, first round leader, and Hovland as well, because they also both have early tee times Thursday. And you know, clearly there's no pressure at that point. So, you know, why wouldn't you? So, yeah, I mean, we could we could probably go on for hours about well, well, you know, well, you didn't talk about so well, you know. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's not easy. And, and
0: so I, that that leads me to this too, Dave, because I think that this will help the audience as they listen, because for this, some reason, this tournament, we got a lot of names. We haven't even talked about Justin Rose. You can see him coming up, you know, making yeah, a, yeah. making a play yeah. here. But I want to talk about can't lay, like you said on DraftKings 35 to one, but let's talk Sam Burns folks, 130 to one. He's already won this year. Yeah, exactly. He's top 11 in the Fed. Like what a play he's young. He's 24. He's young. But you want to take a flyer on a, on a player who's in really good form this year has got six top tens. Uh, you could get Sam Burns at, at nine to one for a top 10. Uh, love that. Um, but so Dave, th- this is what I wanted to get to and, and, and we can, cause you know, we, you and I can go out all day. Um, how many bets will you play? I mean, kind of lay it out like your, your, your strategy to a major.
1: Well, I, I think my strategy to a major isn't really any different than it is for a regular tournament, to be honest with you, Todd. I mean, yeah. you know, my answer to that would be, you know, how's your strategy for the Super Bowl versus Week 7? Week or how's your strategy for the Big 12 championship versus, you know, Iowa State, Iowa, or whatever, you know? It really shouldn't change. And, and it won't, you know? I'll, I'll pick three or four guys to win, and I'll put a little bit of money on them. You know, I, You know, I've got to spread the risk around. Yeah. Because, you know, part of this is to make money. The other part of it is to have a little bit of fun. So, you know, what I don't want to do is get myself in a position where Friday morning, I'm going, well, hell nine of my 10 guys aren't even going to make the cut. That's going to suck on the weekend. So, so, you know, I, I think my bread and butter is, and always has been those top tens through top forties. Love it. So if I play three or four guys to win, um, you know, I usually play one long shot and then I can say, well, wow, how cool was I when he wins or or what did you expect when he loses? And a couple of favorites. But I'll probably play upwards of 15 or 20 of the top 30s, top 20s. And and I will you know, I won't go top 10 at, at plus 900 because I don't want to be greedy because so many so many times. Yeah. I think we I think we talked about this the last time. You'll have a, you'll have a guy top ten or top twenty and he'll be twentieth with three groups left on the course. Right. And, and and some of those guys have no reason to continue playing. They are not gonna win. But they'll they'll make the third birdie of the day on 18 and sneak themselves into 20 and your guy into 21. Like, you know uh, so at, at plus two hundred for for a top twenty, why didn't I just do plus one sixty for top thirty? You know a lot of- why be greedy? You know, I mean it's not as cool, but you know part of this is the coolness factor and part of it is making money.
0: Amen. And, and I think golf affords us, unlike a lot of sports, that opportunity to bet those top thirties, top forties, uh, where you can't have fun and you can still get nice odds. Uh, but it allows us, and you mentioned this earlier too, it allows us to adapt. And so as you're watching things play out, you see somebody where they are, kind of moving that striking distance. It's fun to play that. Okay. Hey, I've watched him play two rounds. have played the best, just made, the, just made the cut. Well, I could see him squeaking in for a top 30 or you've got that player, you know, has played well and you want to put a little something, the odds have come more your way. Say Rom, you know, shoots five under the leaders at eight. You probably get nice odds still, you know, there's th- things like that you need to watch with golf, but, I'm with you. I put a lot, a lot of my bets on the 20s and 30s, and sometimes the 40s, just depending on the player. Player, I, for some reason, I'm betting Taylor Gooch. Um, it's my cousin's nickname, so I'm going to play a little Taylor. Solid, Taylor Gooch, so, solid handicapping there. Tom. Yes, isn't that great? It. That was some. That was a deep dive. I got to tell you, I got to take Taylor Gooch. I've never bet on Taylor Gooch. Um, but there's like this this tournament to me. Once I got into it, I'm like, there's just too many. There's so many players that I will have a lot of bets like you, Dave, in the top thirties. Um, just because I want to make money, I'm not I'm not just going to throw away a couple of hundred bucks at a golf tournament and in just hopes of because I'd watch it anyway in just hopes of losing money. Uh, okay. Let's let's get out there and win. And I think that strategy, like you said, don't get greedy. Have a couple winners because you want to have that bragging time with uh with the guys over beers but uh be smart about it look at those those uh further down the field the 30s and 40s you can make some money that way too
1: yeah i, I should also tell you that um, it's tuesday and i'm already i'm already playing my practice rounds because this morning uh, i mean i'm on eastern time so this morning i was up at 417 and I don't ever get up before the sun gets up. I mean, I used to years ago. That was my life, but now it's like, why? Uh and I was up at four seventeen. So I'm in I'm in practice mode for those early rounds Thursday. I love it.
0: I love it. Yeah, I mean it's it's on and they played through the whole thing. Um I love I love this tournament. Uh it, the, the bad part is it finishes early, but yeah, you do uh Su- Sunday sucks when it's two o'clock and it's over. Yeah. That's when you want, that's when it's time to go golf.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, That's a touche. Good point. I hadn't thought about that because I know the, I know the other side of that will be my wife wanting me to do something that wasn't on my list of things to do. So yeah, (laughs) I think I need to, I think I need to think I need to make a tea time for a three o'clock.
0: There you go. I love it. We we figured it out. Dave, um, man, I cannot thank you enough friend. You're you've been awesome to me. Uh, You are uh, easily reachable at Dave underscore Esler on Twitter. Dave is always on betting predators podcasts uh, with sleepy Jay there. He is uh, always on uh, a lot with, uh, with RJ bell, the dream pod dream preview. I'm sure you do some straight out of Vegas work too. Dave, you're just, uh, you're a great guy. You gave a, a little Iowan like me who's got a, rinky dink podcast a chance and I tell you what I know our listeners are appreciative because uh you do the homework you've been doing this a long time and um you know you're someone who we could emulate look up to so thanks again for doing this
1: Ah oh, my pleasure I mean you know I, I, I just want to close out my segment here by saying you know people people look at me and oh my god he's a professional this and he's on this radio show well dude, I put my shoes on one at a time just like. <laughs> Okay. The, the, the only difference between me and you is experience. And yeah. all that all that really means is I've made way more mistakes
0: than you. Yes, thank God.
1: <laughs> I gotta learn from it, man. I gotta exactly, take that. exactly. Yes. And anybody that, that that is sort of one of those people on that does what I do that tells you, Oh, I've always been good my whole life, and they're full of shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's so true, man. The ones who ones talk about their winners, talk about their winners. But hey, if I could show you, I put my stuff out on the, usually during football, basketball and the, the action network apps to show people what I do. I'm not good at all this stuff. And everybody knows I got into this hockey tournament for, uh, bet rivers and they were awesome. They were so gracious. They gave us 250 to start with. I put everything on the Toronto maple folds and they crushed me. And I didn't realize they do this all the time. And so here I was, I was the first guy out of the hockey tournament. So yeah, I lose too. You
1: know, you can blame that on COVID. I mean, you still got the whole Canada thing where they let, you know, 3,000, nobody there, 3,000 people in the stadium, but 30,000 people outside of it makes perfect sense to me, you know, but actually (laughs) I shouldn't actually shouldn't shouldn't say that because actually I I did help Montreal. I mean, they they went a lot further. They went all the way. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, but Toronto, I guess they just need fans. Yeah, they
0: did. do. You know, your, you didn't do the deep dive handicapping on that one. I mean, oh, it was that's... it was the dumbest thing that I did, and I committed to it, Dave. I made sure, hundred percent. We're all talking back and forth, you know, on Twitter, and um, you know, Bet Rivers is doing a really good job promoting it. There's a trophy, and I went back to back to back, and I lost my stack. <laughs> Three to one, they were ahead and they lost the series.
1: Well, you know. At least I know a guy like you that's a professional person, if you will, probably didn't go on Twitter and say, Hey, look at me. <laughs> you know, you don't count them chickens yet, buddy.
0: No, I did the hashtag Toronto Maple Folds and forever I will remember that.
1: Well, then, that's and, all good. And now I will too. Matter of fact, I think I think I think I think Sunday to commemorate the end of the British Open, I will change my Twitter name. To Toronto, Hashfolds for at least the day, and maybe I'll even maybe I'll even change my avatar for a day. I'll take a screenshot of you on Zoom. Yeah, uh, well, thank that'll, you. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be my avatar, my my, <laughs> my 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 sort of my flowers at the grave thing for you.
0: Travis Dewarac joining us, guys. Well, I, I didn't even do him the justice of, of bringing him in the right way, but um, we transitioned from from Dave and British Open talk to Travis. Uh, Travis is a GM at Wild Rose uh, Casino and Hotel up in Jefferson. Uh, Wild Rose has been behind Action Fanatics uh, since the start. As you guys probably heard, you know some of my story, too. I just happen to have a family member who helped start the casino, but that's why it runs in my blood, and that's why I started the podcast to begin with, because gambling and uh, my last name are synonymous. But um, Travis, how long have you been up there
2: now? I've worked for Wild Rose for 15 years, well, 2006, so 15 years at Wild Rose. I didn't even realize that. I worked. I uh, started in Emmitsburg, was there for eight years, spent a couple years in Clinton, and then I spent the last five years here in Jefferson. Um, to go back, by the way, I just looked, I sent you email. Um, the email. Uh, the fight on Saturday, doors open 5.30, Ooh. first punches are at 6.30. Okay. Um, All right. But, uh, yeah, I've worked for Wild Rose for 15 years, but specifically running Jefferson for the last five
0: Nice. All right. You're in the family then. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, what about as we get toward, obviously, um, I'm kind of a promoter, you know, we've had, you've had the Sean Tourage group up there as we get into football season. Um, anything fun going on with, uh, with the sports book and football particular, or is it something too that we just need to pick a good Saturday, maybe when the teams are, on the road and, and get a crew up there.
2: Um, all the above. All right. <laughs> um, we're 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 currently working with DraftKings. We're currently working with Bet Rivers and we've added circa and they're gonna and circa's gonna start in August. So I don't know if you've heard what? Circa sports yeah circa sports has teamed wow. up with wild rose. Travis
0: you guys knocked it out of the park. I yes. mean those three Thank partners you. yes I'm not, you know, me, there's no, there's no BS here. Folks, uh, you know, betting circa and what they're doing is uh, around, around sports gambling is uh, second to none. In my opinion, second to none, obviously they've got the visa folks. They've got it now a ho- hotel. That's I think it's 18 and over with the pool. And the, I mean, it's, it's sports book. yeah, just check out circa. Um, and then, Bet Rivers who's done a phenomenal job and they do a great job out there marketing. They're great in how they approach it and then DraftKings I think in my opinion um I haven't seen the Circa app it's the best app uh out there in in my opinion. You guys knocked it out of the park.
2: You know, Little Wild Rose and Little Jefferson Emmett, yeah, Clinton and here we are bringing in DraftKings, we're bringing in Circa, we're bringing in Bet Rivers. Um I, I think it's great. Um, I know a lot of people think William Hill's the big boy, and they probably are internationally. And I'm not really bad mouthing at them, but I'll put up my apps against theirs any day. 100%. Um, and that's a credit to DraftKings and uh, Bet Rivers and Circa. Uh, Gary's got a really good group of people in the Des Moines office, the corporate office, our president, Tom Timmons. And then yeah, he's got a right-hand man named Rick Gelson. They're the ones that are doing these deals and making these negotiations. I just get told the good news. So I've had nothing to do with getting them, but I get the pleasure of working with them. So all their credit goes to Tom Timmons and Rick Gelsey, and all that, what they're doing down there in the Des Moines office and the corporate officer in West Des Moines. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Circa is going to have a party. John Lebel will get information out when it's time. John was cool. actually working with Circa. We're going to have basically a, a launch party in August. I think we're going to do it at Wellman's there. Yeah. And I think that's the initial plan. I hope that's the final plan. So, John, we'll get that out there, because I think if the action fanatics are out there during the long oh, circuit, that'd be tremendous.
0: Yeah, you name it. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I've I've COVID kind of struck at the worst time, quite frankly, Travis. I mean, we were we were just getting our legs, um, but, but we still kept going.
2: Table tennis that way.
0: <laughs> I bet so much Korean baseball. I mean, when that came out, it
2: was awesome. Belarusian soccer.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. And, you know, we've grown and that's the cool thing. We, I've grown into sports. I've grown into You talk about soccer. I'm a huge soccer fan now. Um, love gambling on it, but there's so much to do. And I don't think the story could be told enough. And like you said, little old wild Rose casino in Iowa. Um, you know, here's Travis has been there 15 years. You're talking about major gaming companies that you all have partnered with. Um, and, and what's to come, I think is going to be phenomenal. So I am super excited, Travis, about the, the prospects. And I've said this before, now that COVID's over, um, as best as I can with a guy with a, with a real nine to five job and a, and three boys and a wife, I'll go anywhere, anytime about if it's around sports, cause they all like coming and doing it too. But, um, that's just really cool to partner with you guys because it's like a rocket, man. It's just, just get on and go.
2: And it's so cool to, to, for all of our partners, action fanatics, KX radio cyclone fanatics, Sean Turage. Now we're talking to KGYM and Todd Romo camp over there. We're talking yeah. more house and Iowa podcast. I mean, we are serious about our sports, betting. we're bringing on serious companies and we're working with serious podcasters and radio shows because if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right, aren't
0: we? You might as well. I mean, that's so true. It's like go with the best. Um, and when you wonder
2: why Kings is why Jefferson DraftKings is beating Prairie Meadows William Hills, that's why.
0: It's 100%. It's always why. It's always the people. It's always the product. Um, second, in my opinion, it's the people first because you do it right with the right people, the right intentions, the product take, takes care of itself crazy thing is (laughs) you, like you said, Tom and the crew, uh, back at corporate office, they crushed it, man. I'm, I've been following this business for before it came to Iowa. I was ready to jump in. Chris, well, you guys all know the story. Chris and Ross gave me a shot and Chris latched on and he's kind of turned me loose now, but it was those three companies. And then the last one you bring in unbelievable, Travis, I'm super happy for you all. And I'm really bummed we haven't done this before. Um, we got to do it again, okay? I, Absolutely, I'm definitely more frequent.
2: Absolutely, I love it. Did you get my information from DraftKings? I got it. Good. I got it. And that's what's great about DraftKings and Bat River hopefully, circa. You got questions? We contact them, and boom, you've got some stats.
0: It's amazing.
2: Um, the only reason my BetRivers Rivers, not you have had Troy Macker on your on your podcast before. Oh, Troy did great job. Yeah. He didn't send much to me because he just became a father and he's at home, uh, him and his wife are at home with a little one right now. So he, he gets a pass. Yes. But no, that's it's that's listen, before, you know, Troy. Yeah.
0: He's, uh, I mean, just a great dude. I, you know, uh, I hope, hope we get to meet people from circa DraftKings down the road, but Troy's awesome. He's been in the business, uh, sports business before. Uh, he knows his stuff. He used to be a podcaster. So, Uh, he gets, he gets what I'm doing too. So, I mean, the partnership for me is, I mean, you can tell I'm passionate about what I do. I love it. Uh, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be my gig as I retire later in life, but, um, we're winning too. I mean, that's the thing we're giving out good advice. We're getting great guests like you, uh, the guy who was on before Travis, I don't know if you know, Dave Esler, he's nationally, he's on national shows you know he's a, he's been doing this forever and these are people you just reach out to because you respect and it's amazing the the uh correspondence i get back so uh, the growth of this is cool i can't wait to be on site now that everything's clear and um i just may take you up i may bring my 12 year old up for some boxing on saturday <laughs>
2: absolutely let me know we'll get you we'll get you set up i love it travis
0: we'll do it again i i really i'm i'm going to throw it out. We'll do it. Uh, we'll do it monthly just to catch up, but uh, I really appreciate it. Folks, uh, new app coming your way, but you don't have to go to the casino necessarily to get the app. So you get the DraftKings app, get the Bet Rivers app, uh, but a lot of cool stuff going on at the casino. Obviously, some concerts, I'm sure, coming. Uh, Wild Rose Casino and Hotel up in Jefferson. Uh, Travis, thanks again for joining us.
2: Oh, it's an honor and pleasure to be on your podcast.